This is the word to go, y'all. Hey, everyone. This is Mickey James. And SoCal Val. And Lisa Marie Barron. And you're listening to Grown Ass Women Podcast. That's right, Godcast. If you love our weekly YouTube show, you're going to love our audio version. So grab a cocktail, slip into something more comfortable, and get ready to dish with us totally unfiltered. So get ready for the Godcast in three, two, one. This is the word to go, y'all. Go, y'all. Well, hello, ladies. Another hello. Hello. Oh my goodness. Um, I love you. I love um talking to you guys every time. Um, just it's just a, a, an average day of every day, and it's mm-hmm. the highlight of every day. Yes. Welcome to God TV, you guys. Everybody in the live chat, and if you're watching God TV, don't forget to hashtag that some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Don't forget to likey likey right mm-hmm. down below. Likey likey. Thumbs. Just a thumbs up. Thumbs yeah. up. Thumbs. All the thumbs, all the thumbs. And don't forget to subscribe. Pretty important. Do a flave. Subscribe. Mm-hmm. And our favorite part, get that new bell. Slick that bell icon so you don't miss an episode. You ah. get notified, you know, it's the countdown and you don't want to miss our countdown. We're trying to switch our countdown to be a Mickey James song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah, it already right. is actually. If you remember that the Gaul intro song was originally even the Gaul song was inspired by the Gaul intro because it was that's how yeah. it started. Is it started as the intro? Yep. But and but but the, but my countdown. I would like the like you know the two minute countdown. I wish yeah. it was that part. Yeah, you know, I think we got to position YouTube for that. We have okay. to go to that. Mister oh, YouTube. Or why am I assuming that it's a mister? What if it's Miss YouTube? Oh, he misses YouTube. I bet she, she, has a she might be a grown ass woman, y'all. Yep. Yeah. Um, and also, you guys, I'm really excited. I've been seeing all the votes come in from what our top tier, our gorgeous members on our Patreon, patreon.com backslash TV, what they're going to get as their top tier gift this yeah. month because it is November or gall vember or gall giving gall giving gall giving yeah 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 go with it go with it did that work did we know when we when we created the name of the show technically mickey did that gall would fit into so many fabulous ridiculous i yeah gorgeous yeah yeah amazing amazing gossam yeah gawful that was gawful oh Oh, awful. Why have we never used that? Or, or in November, to, that's why. Happy go- gobble gobble day. Gobble gobble, gobble day. So I don't want my neck to do that. Gobble, I don't gobble. either. This is why I wear turtlenecks. Me and Jeremy, <laughs> we're not going to let that happen. Thanks, Jeremy. Um, but you guys know that, like on our Patreon channel, we do all kinds of fun things for our top tier patrons. But just as a Patreon member alone, you get the episodes, you get early access to the episodes, the full episodes, the unedited, the raw video footage of us being awesome in our show that we bring to you for free here on YouTube and live in the chat room. But yeah. But there's just so many amazing things. So I just hope that people come join us over there and support yeah. us on Patreon. It's fun over there. All are welcome. 
All are welcome. We're actually going to be That's filming. That's what a Mickey little, always says. All are welcome. All are welcome. We're going to film a, a little exclusive video right around Chia uh, for you guys as well. That's a bit of an unboxing. We will oh. get to that later. Oh yeah, we haven't told Mickey about it. We're, we we we, oh, we made sure you're going to be involved, whether you like it or not. So there you go. Um, <laughs> no, we love doing exclusives on Patreon. We sure do. And uh, we just we're in a gaw giving kind of mood. It is November. Hovember, depending on what you believe. November. November is here. <laughs> yeah. Oh Very well celebrated in Orlando. Orlando yeah. is here. Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um <laughs> Orlando. Um, and I'll tell you, if you love us here, you're gonna love us in podcast form. Get those oh. little earphones in. These are real subtle, but I love them so much. Oh. Hold on. Aren't they cute? These I'm girls are so hilarious. Listen, it's 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 Great to see us here on YouTube. It's great to see the full version on Patreon. But to listen to us as the Gawcast and get the juicy, juicy version, yes, Lisa, is great. And as Mickey mentions, you can get the video on Spotify as well because they're really doing it over there at Spotify. And wherever you get your podcasts, you can listen to us on your yeah. in the gym, what have you. And while you're at the gym, you might as well be repping Gaw TV with merchandise that you can find below. T-shirts, fanny packs, face masks, cell phone cases, pillows. Get those hey, tank tops in while you're getting that that pump on. Yeah, there you go. Because nothing says jacked like a Gaw TV T-shirt. <laughs> yes. That's right. Those letters over the over over your muscles, over your pecs. Yeah, pexy. Look at pexy. Or your traps. Or your traps. Or your traps, which are on yeah. your leg. No, still don't understand that. <laughs> Hashtag grab my traps. Okay, so we have an amazing guest who, my goodness, um, is quite an icon in professional wrestling and we love someone that's a little bit controversial someone a little bit edgy and i do love that about our guest today ladies and gentlemen please welcome mr vince russo to god tv yes awesome wow look at these beautiful uh, these beautiful young ladies whoa, whoa. come on now look at you did you oh is that a haircut did you get a haircut i got all my hairs cut i got pajamas like like ordered i got i got drink of my choice right you there. do you got your tats out I yep. got the, i got i could slap my arms like a wrestler i'm ready to go i am yeah. ready to go Oh my God, we're so happy to see you. I half expected you to come in because I would always hear you like this down the hallway. All right, here we go with the club. You know, Very I, motivated. I, always, that I, always, I always used to do that everywhere I went. I used to do that in the WWE offices when I was in publications and I was doing the magazine. I, I often wonder, uh, since we are in such a different business today, I often wonder how that would go over today. I thought it was very motivating. Oh, I thought it's, I, I think, think it gets people excited, gets them fired up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, used, I used to walk around the uh, the second floor Titan Tower doing this all the time, getting people up, getting people motivated. I, I, I've i always done that. Yeah. It's your signature. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Thank you for being on our show. We're so excited oh, you, to have you. I am very excited to be here. This is an honor and a thrill and a privilege. All of the oh, three. You're so sweet. So I'm nice. so happy to see your face. You too, Mickey. I love yeah. you. You know that. Yeah. All oh, you, all, all you ladies, man. I, I, man. I, I look back. I, I really do. I think of this often because I got to be honest with you. I don't. I'm, I'm going to talk to you guys about whatever you want to talk about, but um. Man, has women's wrestling really changed for me? 
Um, and I, I think of you guys all the time and working with some of the greatest female workers in the world. And, and honestly, man, I, I really, I do realize and understand how lucky I was because I watched today's wrestling. I only watch raw and I'll be honest with you. I only watch raw cause I get paid to watch raw. If, <laughs> if I didn't get, if I didn't get paid to watch raw, I wouldn't watch any wrestling. But right. I look at I look at the women today. It it's it, it's a different world. It it's just a different world. I don't know how you guys feel, and I don't know if you know you don't want to ruffle any feathers. You know me, man. I don't care about ruffling feathers. But when I worked with you guys, man, it was just a different world. It was so yeah. fun. It, it's, it, it 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 was great, and and also too, like when people ask me what are they looking for, I couldn't tell you. I don't, I don't know what they're looking for. Um, you don't have to be a supermodel like, or skinny and super in shape. Um, in, I don't, I couldn't even tell you, I, I don't have an advice for you. Yeah, I will say too, Vince, I think that, you know, I, we really appreciate you and we're grateful for you because I think that you were a real catalyst and the growth of impact when you were giving the women double segments you gave you you know you guys gave lisa and i the main event of the show which we closed out the show with the cage match and different types of matches for the women but i remember some of the guys sometimes would get hot they'd be like hey wait a minute the girls have got two segments and you're like bro like they're getting bro (laughs) in those crossover segments we need them in there it was like I think about that a lot. And I was like, wow, that's the first time that's ever been articulated to us in a female's locker room that like, like, hey, you guys draw and you are getting the better ratings. And um, so I just appreciate that. Well, you you know what? The the reality, listen, I think this is really the difference between me and all the other bookers in history. I, I really believe this is the difference. And I really think this had a lot to do with my success. I wasn't one of the boys, okay? Mm -hmm. And I worked with a lot of bookers who were either still actively wrestling or, uh, you know, were former wrestlers. And with with all the talent on the roster, there was always baggage. There was always a story. They had heat with this one. They didn't like that one. This one was their favorite with me as a genuine writer, I was given a roster and my job was to help get everybody on that roster over to the best of my capability. There were no favorites. And what I did was I lived and died by the ratings because that was our fan base talking to us. That's the only real thing you have are the ratings because everything else is opinion. And the reality of the situation is, listen, man, all of our jobs depended on the ratings. You guys were out drawing the guys. Period. End of story. When when I looked at those numbers, the knockouts were drawing the highest numbers. And I could have cared less whether it was male, female, intergender, whatever. You guys were drawing the highest numbers. So as a writer, that's telling me, hey, man, this is what the audience wants. We need to give these ladies more. It's that simple. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I appreciate it. And I think it was a real difference maker to like, to get to where 
um, we are today. Because I always say that like Impact was giving the women opportunities and they were doing groundbreaking things that was kind of going below the radar. I think it often goes underappreciated how much that kind of from Gail and Kong and you know, our stuff, Lisa, but just all the things, the beautiful people, all the things that people got to do. Madison Rain, like you and her together, like I love that stuff so much, but it was because of the time and stuff that we got to do those stories on television and it was fun and it was, you know, collaborative and, you know, a lot of clapping. A lot of clapping. A lot of clapping. You remember trying to get run over by the motorcycle? Do you yeah, remember? I remember that. Yeah. Was, yeah. What was that again? What was that again? When, when I got ran over by the motorcycle, when Lisa ran me over with the motorcycle. Yeah. Yes, I do. I, yeah. I also yeah. remember though, uh, Mickey, I also remembered on the very first day, uh, Lisa did not like me very much. I, 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 <laughs> no, I always, that's not true. I always no, 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 no. That. Yes, yes. You didn't like me I, very much. Honest to God. Day. Honest to God. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying this. Um, when I signed the contract, um, Terry Taylor told me, Hey, uh, I go, can I just have my name, Lisa Marie? That way I can walk away and not start all over for some scratch. And then I go, I come to the show and they're like, oh, are you Tara? Cause they had boxes of the tarantula. And I'm like, <laughs> oh uh, yeah. And, um, um, yeah. And, uh, I remember getting yelled at by, uh, uh, Holy shit. Um, that I'm blanking out on his name. Um, with the guitar, um, Jar Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett, he goes, it's just a freaking name. And I go, if it's just a freaking name, can I have my own name? And then, um, I, I pulled sting aside and I go, Hey, can I talk to you for a second? And I, I said, they're changing my name. And I didn't put it in the contract because of course I'm a trusting person always. And it bites me in the butt sometimes. And I go, they said they were, I was going to have my own name. And he goes, well, what name are they giving you? And I said, Tara and he goes, oh, that's a sexy name, and that's when I march back. I go, I'm okay with Tara. Sting, sexy. I go, you know, and then Mickey James and I would be on the. Remember when Sting would do like when we would be around the ring and he would do like his promo and then like at the camera angle and Mickey and I would be going. Oh, Sting, he's so beautiful. <laughs> he's so beautiful. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. Oh and my so, God, like, we have had him on the I, show I, to tell that story. I've never heard that before. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. I don't know how you ladies feel, but, you know, again, as I watch the women today, I think a huge part of the problem is they don't have gimmicks. And, and, and their gimmick is they... They're all wrestlers. They're all, now you see Mickey in a case like you, you know, you make Mickey by the time I got Mickey James, Mickey James was an icon. So like, that's the gimmick. M Mickey James already made her name for herself. Yeah. That's the gimmick. But all these girls are breaking into the business now. And their gimmick is they're wrestlers. Okay. Yeah. Every, everybody's a wrestler. And, and I got to tell you, if I'm one of these women, I want a gimmick because if I don't have a gimmick, you can just replace me with another wrestler. Yeah, like exactly. Literally, there's thousands of women waiting for that spot. You could replace wrestler with wrestler with wrestler. That's why, you know, Lisa, I felt some kind of a gimmick is important. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Well, like, you know, funny. I always had that psychotic. I had um, the motorcycle chick. I had the tarantula, um, which I, uh, at the beginning, when you guys gave me the tarantula and I go, what do I do with these? You put it on their bodies. I'm like, what? I go, do they bite? And they're like, do they have venom? They're like, yeah, are you allergic to bees? And I go, I don't know. I've never been stung. So I, I ran to the, the, the locker room, Googled tarantulas, <laughs> Wikipedia, on Wikipedia, what the hell do I do with the tarantula? And all the girls didn't want the tarantula on them. But I like the gimmick. I like, like, I don't like move, 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 move. I like, I would tell the cameraman, hey, I'm going to do this move. Can you zoom in close to my face? I'm going to tell a story that I'm like, I'm going to kill this mother, this, this girl. She's not going to be in my ring, that kind of thing. You know, I'm, I'm, I like the stalking and the undertaker yeah. and the cane and Funaki, the, the comedy. Such a branding genius. Thing. And the country. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, th there were yeah. two things I always felt about all the women I worked with, like literally at every stop. And I was probably the closest with you guys because I worked with you guys the longest. These are the two things I always felt with you guys. And I don't feel this today. I'm, I'm just being honest. I, I watched the main event last night. There are two things I felt with you guys. I don't know what it was, but like, I'd say 90% of the women that I worked with, like, I felt they could kick my ass. Like, I felt like you, you women were the real thing. Like, you know, Jackie Moore, like even, you know, Velvet was a tough chick. Like, I really believed if, if, if I said the wrong thing to, to anybody, you guys could kick my, you were tough. You yeah. were really tough and legit. But here's the second thing, man. You guys were really professional. And in my opinion, you were the best at what you did. You were professional. You handled it like a business. And that's how I treated you. That was my relationship with you. Mm -hmm. I don't see that today. I, 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 I hate to say this, but I feel like I'm seeing like children who had these dreams and visions of becoming professional wrestlers. And oh my God, I'm in the main event of raw. Yeah. And, and then when, when you watch it, the professionalism does not come across. You guys were in control of every match every move you knew what you were doing there was a reason for every single thing you did i just i don't see that today and i don't know you know and you know mickey i know you you're you're still active so like you're you're working with this um generation i just don't know how things went from a to z in such a short period of time yeah well, I, I mean, I have several opinions on that, and I don't, I dis, I don't disagree with you. I do agree with you. I completely agree with you. I feel like there's a lot of like, and this is true on both the male and the female side of a lot of like manufactured wrestlers. And what I mean by that is that they do the same moves, which is all the moves they see them on TV and they do them as they're all just trying to figure it out, you know, and everybody's trying to get signed and do all the things. But I do think, um, 
because you can gain a certain level of notoriety and stuff for yourself as you're still learning on the indies, a lot of your weaknesses and your greenness gets exposed and you have to have like pretty thick skin to say, to, to take those criticisms. If you're going to put yourself out there on those platforms to get a hundred thousand views that if someone's going to say you're not ready or you need to work on this or whatever, to be able to take that kind of, instead of it's a whole, it's a whole thing. But I also think that's only recently become a thing in women's wrestling because so many more women are training to be wrestlers. Whereas there was only a small group of women that were actually training to be wrestlers that were, if you think about it, Vince, like the, the amount of women trying to get on television to get television exposure in the world of wrestling was a much smaller, it was still very tough because you had to go through it like the boys as a woman, you know, like you had to freaking be a badass. But there was a lot women, less women training for those positions where now the doors are open for a lot more women to train just like the men. And there's a lot more schools open, um, some very great schools, incredible schools, and some maybe not so much that are that great that are just manufacturing wrestlers who know how to do wrestling moves, but not explaining to them the core of the business, yeah. the making money part of the business, the becoming a household name and being a star of the business is the why you're doing it, whether it be your character, whether that's how you should think about your matches that, so they're more worried about moves and false finishes. And I saw this cool spot. Yeah. Yeah. Let's recreate this spot in our wrestling match, not knowing why they're doing it or how they're still learning all that. They're just learning in public, like in front of everybody oh, see, where we got to learn in front of a hundred people at the armory in West Virginia and be tucked away <laughs> yeah. told we were rotten when we came back through the curtain. And don't but, Mickey, but Mickey, I agree with everything you're saying, but my only problem is, and my only disagreement with, with that is I see some of the women that have now been learning on TV for three years. And I'm like, Bro, if you're not getting this three years in, like the chances are you're never going to get it. Here's the worst thing with me, like Lisa, that I cringe every, every Monday night because I got to tell you guys, listen, I'm getting older. Yeah, I, gosh, my, 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 my own daughter is 25 years old. I cringe because with the women, I know somebody's going to get hurt badly because yeah. here's, I can't tell you, I can't tell you, uh, Mickey, how many awkward landings I've seen on necks and heads. And what I notice, unlike you guys is, bro, when, when they're taking a bump or they're getting thrown across the ring or outside of the ring, a lot of the times it looks like they have no control of their body. They don't know where they're going to land. They don't know how they're going to land. And when I compare that to you guys, you guys were in control of that match. Every spot where you were going to land. And here's what, the most important thing for each other, Lisa, was safety. Yeah. Safety. Yeah, yeah. You are going to let each okay, other wish, get hurt. No, I, I'd rather hurt myself then have yeah. my opponent who is flying and I'm the muscle to catch them. I'm going to freaking make sure, hey, I'm going to break my shoulder before I'm going to hurt you. And that's 
um, when I decided, this is a good point too, because I decided to retire on an indie show. I grabbed the mic from a referee and I said, give me this mic. And I go, Hey guys, thank you for coming to my last match because I was going to indie shows when I'm 50 years old, I'm, you know, right. 49. And I'm like, I'm getting hurt. And I'm like, Whoa, uh, geez, there's an art to make it look good and realistic with actually hurting each other. And yeah, so like Mickey, Mickey, you and I, we, our best matches are with our best friends because yeah. we know that we're going to take care of each other. And I right. think what's missing also today is like, you know, we hear a lot from like, people don't really go out to, to eat together and bond and, you know, like have a drink, have a glass of wine together and get to know like, oh, let, oh you know, Oh, this is my family. Ba, 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 ba. And then they're just going, going freaking wrestling moves, wrestling moves. And then yeah. part two, it's like, is, is we were drilling our head, make the fan care for you. You give that emotion and you want them to have to, something to relate to you. I became the bully that people didn't like in high school or junior high or elementary school. I wanted the baby face to freaking look good as shit. You know what I mean? Like ODB, she was freaking, you know, trailer. She lived in a trailer and, you know, very down to earth. I'm the outcast. And also too, we also have the agreement, Mickey, you know, like, Hey, can I do this to you? Remember when you want to dunk my head in the toilet? Do you mind if I dunk your head in the toilet? I go, go for it, man. If you're the baby face, make me look like an asshole because my job is to get you over me look like shit. You know, um, Lisa, you know, I, I got to be honest. Make sure they clean the toilet. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, with, with what Lisa just said, I am not kidding you guys. I don't think they have those conversations today. I don't think they, un Mickey, you know, you're you're there more than me. I I I don't think they understand that. I, here's a perfect example, guys. When I look at Bianca Belair. The, I can tell this woman is a world-class athlete. athlete. I can tell yeah. by looking at her, she is a blue chip. Every single week, they are tossing this girl around the ring. She's landing with her head cocked this way, and she's landing on her neck. And I'm like, this woman's career is going to be over at 30 Two, she is a world-class athlete. And Lisa, if they were doing what you're saying, everybody would get over in a much safer way. It, it's hard to watch for me, man. Safety. It is. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I think it's a little bit of, because it's a lot of, uh, for the women, I think for women, especially because we're aged out um, at a younger age, like where the men can stick around and you have the veterans leading the younger talent to teach them how to work these crowds and how to get people over and how to tell these stories so they can do all of their cool stuff, but in a way that makes sense. Do you think that because it's like, that's less in women because most women are retired by the age of 40, you know, 35, 40. So there's a lot less women veterans in their training and leading yeah. younger female talent or would it would it even matter because what i also find is is that there's this huge rise in popularity of women trying to and this not just women of wrestlers trying to prove that they're tough because they hit hard right oh. and 
for me, it's a complete disconnect because that's not what the business is. The business is about characters and the art of the performance and the art of telling these stories and then traveling to the next town the next day and being able to get in the ring and do it all over again and not having, you know, a broken face or a black eye or, you know, a busted rib because you got punched too hard. Well, you know, Mickey, I, I swear it's funny that you say that because here's what I see a lot. And I never saw this with you guys. They're trying to do what the guys do. And right. the reality of the matter is here's the reality of the matter, ladies. Your bone, your 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 bone structure is different. Your yeah. muscle density is different. Your body, you do not have the body that can take the same type of a punishment that a man can because of anatomy. And when you go out there and try to do what they're doing, man, in my opinion, you're just taking years off your career and you don't have a long career to begin with. Right. Yeah. I do agree do, with that. Do you remember like, that? You're incapable of doing it. You are completely capable. You can do it and you'll probably be fine. I think that's another conversation because that's something that veterans would say to us all the time in the locker room. Like, be careful. You got to protect your career. Every bump, every match, everything. Like you're taking years off your career by doing that stupid. I know you don't yeah. feel it today, but you're going to feel it 10 years from now. And right. now, yes, that does make sense. Cause, and especially because women's <laughs> hips, I don't think people realize this women, because we give childbirth, childbirth, our hips are meant to expand and come back together and rotate or whatever. So that way we can let you, so our hips automatically, like my sciatic all the time, because our hips kind of flop back and forth all the time yeah. and then imagine okay, now re yeah. bum, bum, bum. okay remember this mickey remember when we were in wwe and we started okay vince i'm gonna i'm gonna back you up on this because we even in my generation we wanted to work like the guys we were yeah. like going you know f you guys we can do what you guys can do we because we be good for the girls yeah, yeah we, we, we didn't want to have the best match at, uh we didn't want to have a, a the best match for a girls match we want to have the best match of the freaking night and that was our great like in the the locker room let's freaking yeah. show these people how to work but not, not 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 you know not the veterans you know I'm not, that sounds like, no not, yeah, you, you mentioned that what we to ourselves, but like yeah 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 and so um <laughs> follow that but, dude <laughs> but, but we started so we started wrestling a little bit more like the guys and we got pulled into a meeting. Hey guys, you need to start pulling it back. Don't forget you have long hair. You need punch to do more hair pills. Hair pills. Um, and nope. I don't know how to do flippers. I only knew how to punch. And so I was like, um, think, you know, think more like women. Megan, yeah. you and I, you and I, our hair bills were freaking on point. I was like, okay, hair bills? Heck yeah. Mickey's freaking off for taking the hair bills. Hair bills. But we were told to work more girl style and then there was one point in our career more wardrobe malfunction do you remember that do you get do you remember that mickey i had to i had a pocket like this like this and we 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 did this the seam to show a little booty even though i'm wearing tights underneath it but a little bit more sexuality um we are all offended at that time but i get it now I get it now because at that time we were like going, are you kidding me? 
we're that wrestlers. Okay. So yes. Let me ask you guys a question because Lisa, you said something very, very, very interesting to me. Like when you say, okay, you know, me and Mickey want to have the best match of the night. Of the night, me, not just out of girls. Of the night. To me, as a writer, bro, there's no doubt in my mind you guys could have the best match of the night. Absolutely, The fact that your women has nothing to do with any, there is no doubt in my mind, but I, I'm just curious. What, what made you think you had to work like the men in order to make that happen? Like, in other words, if you both worked your own styles... Couldn't you still have the best match of the night? I'm just curious to see what made you think that way. Um, for me, um, I think I was trained in, you know, UPW, MCW with Jerry Lawler, and then OVW. I didn't have a lot of girls to work with, so I worked against men most of the time. So sense. I was just, and also, too, when I got, when I did have matches with women, you know, Mickey is, what, four, what, what's your height again? Okay. Okay. So five, three and I come in, I'm five, eight, I'm five, seven and three fourths, but I just say five, eight. And I didn't realize, oh my God, I'm gigantic compared to these women. They're so tiny and petite. So I got away with working more style as the guys because yeah, yeah. I'm the bully. Um, the bat, you know, let me, let me, let me, let me stalk my prey. Let me be that bully. And, um, against these girls that were tiny, like Nikki being bullying in school. Like I went back and my, my, my mindset was I turned into that, like that bully from school that I got, I actually got bullied in school that I didn't, you know what I mean? I would go home crying and not, you know, try not to sell it at school, but I got bullied. And so I would go wow, what would I not like? Okay, I'm going to do exactly what I don't like to these girls. And um, we would always say, sorry, I'm going to apologize now before. I don't know what I'm going to do in the ring, but no, I love you. And, you know, we're going to have a great match. We're going to have a freaking great match. When, yeah. yeah. Okay. When Nikki, you, you were going to say something. When you, when you guys, oh. Nikki, like when you guys were asked to pull back, how did you find it? Did you find it a lot easier? Are you tired a lot? Frustrated that no matter what you do, you can't seem to keep your energy levels up during the day? The problem may be how you're sleeping. There's a difference between how long you sleep for and the quality of the sleep that you're getting. If you want to increase your energy, performance, alertness, and productivity, stop reaching for the energy drinks and focus on quality REM sleep with Recovery PM. Poor quality sleep is directly linked to health problems like obesity, low testosterone levels, and high blood pressure. Worst of all, the World Health Organization has even recognized sleep deprivation as a carcinogen, meaning not getting adequate sleep can increase the risk of cancer. Did you know that 37% of people between 20 and 39 years old reported having difficulty sleeping, but only 4% of them have actually tried a sleep aid? And most over-the-counter sleep aids are just melatonin. Recovery PM is a blend of nine proven natural sleep aids and tranquilizers, including melatonin, 5-HTP, GABA, and L-tryptophan. That's the stuff in Turkey that makes you, you know, turkey tired. So you know that you're going to experience deep sleep and wake up refreshed and ready to attack the day. If you're finding yourself hitting that midday slump and using energy drinks to perk up during the day, you're only making things worse in the long run. Upgrade to Recovery PM and you'll be amazed at how good you feel. 
Recovery PM is available now from LegacySupps.com. And if you use code GAW, that's right, capital G, capital A, capital W, you'll get an additional 10% off your entire order. Don't sleep on your health. When I became a mom at 35, a lot of people assumed that my best days were behind me, but not me. I'm Mickey James, a nine-time women's wrestling champion, an award-winning country music recording artist, entrepreneur, philanthropist, executive producer, and above all, a wife and a very proud mother. And I'm so excited to share with you our new line of nutritional supplements designed for strong, active women from LegacySupps.com, Her Legacy. Now, you may have heard our ads on other podcasts for our best-selling testosterone booster, Test X9, or our amazing sleep aid, Recovery PM. And now, I'm so excited to launch a line of products by women, for women, to help women be their absolute best physically and mentally so they can crush it in everything that they do. All of our products are made right here in the USA in an FDA-approved facility and are personally used and approved by myself and my husband, world champion and published fitness author, Nick Aldis. So whether you're a guy looking to add inches to your arms and lose them off your waist, or a woman who wants to look, feel, and perform at her absolute best, I really hope you try our products at LegacySupps.com. Use code GAW, G-A-W, for 10% off your entire order, and we ship worldwide. Set your goals, push your limits, leave your legacy at LegacySupps.com. Um, I was almost, it was a, okay, so I can answer that same question too, but before I do, I'll say this, like when I was, well, I think when we were told no more punches, stop doing punches, because I almost took it as a compliment, even though it was a backhanded and I was mad because I knew I had decent punches, but because yeah. apparently the punches looked better than some of the guys' punches. And yeah, that's so, why yeah, we, it was a compliment, right? Yes. It was, it was a weird, like, side at you girls, like, women don't want to be, like, people don't want to see women getting punched in their face. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? Have you seen the videos that are going viral or whatever? People want to see women get, but uh, it was because... Apparently, like some of y'all's punches are better than the guys and Vince's. Hey, bro, I used to. I, I won't say to, that. But people I, are annoyed because the boy, like your punches, are better than the boys' punches, and it's how like, dare oh, you? how dare okay. you? I, I, I used so to. So now I have to this. learn how to flipper and throw my shoulder out. By the way, I used to say this all the time, and I will stick to this till the day I die. And I don't know what it was, and maybe you guys can explain it to me. Whenever there was a backstage brawl whenever women were involved it was a thousand times better than the guys i could never understand that when you guys brawled in the back and we were simulating actual fights the guys looked fake compared to what you guys and and i gotta tell you that's why i used to go to backstage brawls with you guys all the time what is it about what what light um, do you guys turn on when it's a backstage yeah. fight i think, I think like I, I think I, I think it becomes more real because we realize that yeah. it's a much closer tighter shot and i think also because we 
for me, I go, I would leave zero room for error because I'd rather in a situation like that, I would rather it be snug. And I, that's where a situation where I would like it to be a little bit more in there because I don't want to leave any room for error of people to say that there's a, a window or a door wide open there or anything like that, because we were fighting so hard for women's wrestling to be taken seriously mm-hmm. as like we are at as good if not better so if there was like something like a punch that was three miles away then obviously that was the thing that was going to be remembered and we're like hell no uh-uh yeah. we're gonna bring it yeah and i'll buy you a cocktail hey, later or yeah. <laughs> and i think also too like we would like our backstage brawls uh mickey we would go like hold each other's hands like okay let's fuck let's excuse my language let's fucking bring it okay um just if you tag me, I know you don't mean to, but just lay it in. And if I don't feel it, I'm going to say again, again, yeah. I hated taking chops. When I hear the fans react to a chop, I'm like, oh shit. Again, take me to the other corner. Like ODB's chops hurt like hell, but I would go, you know, again. And she's like, again. And I'm like, the crowd's <laughs> reacting, man. You got to lit. You got to listen to the crowd. But again, I like to say our best matches are with our best friends and sisters, and we trust each other. We're putting each other's life on the line and our, our backs and necks and stuff like yeah. that. But we would have the, you know, I love you so much. I'm sorry, I'm going to tag you, but this is, you know, we're building up to a freaking big match. We can't let this look phony. And you you trust each other, you know? You trust do you each other. Guys think, do you guys think that that sisterhood that you talk about and that I saw the sisterhood without a shadow of a doubt existed, no doubt about it, do you guys still think that exists today? Because I got to tell you something, and I'm sure, I'm sure you guys saw this, and I could not believe what I was seeing. But there was recently a match on AEW. And uh, it was uh, Amber Moon. I think she goes by Athena now. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I like her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she, she she was in there against a a green worker that was working her hometown. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know today, man, they're laying out every spot. Okay, <laughs> this poor green green athlete. I think her last name was her last name was Threat. I think T H R E A T. She got lost in the match. The okay. hometown television, it was overwhelming. She got lost in the match. And you could see, we, we actually sat down and watched the match with Al Snow. Okay? You could see where the girl gets lost. Well, once she got lost, Amber Moon literally beat the shit out of her. I mean, literally beat the shit out of her. I mean, picked her up, had her upside down, threw her out of the ring head first into, you know, into the mat. Gave her a kick in the corner that I swear to God, this girl's, this girl's neck could have snapped in half because she got pissed off that this girl forgot her spots. When I'm watching this, Uh I swear... All I was I thinking. Thought, oh, yeah, go ahead, Mickey. Okay, I thought that they. Sorry, Vince. I didn't mean to. Okay, I saw this clip that you're talking about, and I know Ember Moon. I've wrestled yeah. with her. She's yeah. obviously we've had great matches and good chemistry. I've never seen her act this way. So 
was this that girl the jody threat i believe or does she work like a hard school uh hardcore stiff style or something already or are they trying to do strong style for some reason i felt like i thought i saw it and then i saw it being spun as oh well they just don't like to see girls hit each other very hard or something in that kind of narrative and so it, then it went it kind of got brushed away and i was like no, oh see, he, he, so he, 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 they were on the same page and they wanted to be yeah. the so here, I didn't really the, know the context. Here's the part that really pissed me off, and it was the reason that I had to say something, and you guys will totally understand this. That's how AEW played it down. That's how they played it down. That, But, you know, again, sitting there and watching this show with Al Snow, you can tell where Amber Moon got pissed off. And, and Booker trained her. And Booker made the same comments. Book, Booker called his own student out. But my, my, my point is, I'm watching this and I'm thinking of the women I worked with. And I was just saying, again, like you guys say, the, the sorority that I knew, you're taking care of that girl. You aren't hurting her. And then the reason why I had to say something, because I'm, I'm watching this girl come within an inch of being crippled and you guys know she can't say nothing backstage you know she she wants a spot she can't say a word and i said something because my point was bro you guys are supposed to be working together so if you have somebody green out there and you know that they're lost you're supposed to be taking care of them. You're not supposed to you're not supposed to be trying to end their career. And I bring stuff like that up because I didn't see that during your era ever. Ever. I don't think our generation was selfish at the time. Um I my longevity in my in the business in WWE being there, you know, I was I was in my forties, you know, um, I was very giving and I, um, when I, the first time I stepped in the ring with jazz, um, she knew I was lost. She didn't beat the shit out of me. Um, she would go, you all right, baby, do you know what's next? And so that's how I would talk to Kelly Kelly. She was green. The new girl's going, I go, you're all right. She goes, I don't know what's next. And I go, you know, you just stay down come up and, and light me up. I'm going to pull your hair down the crumb. And then I go, go gloat let them get the best of me. And, um, but Amber Moon, I'm a huge fan of hers because I actually pulled her aside when I saw her at Shimmer and Shine in Chicago and said, oh my God, you're such a great wrestler. I go, you just need to work on certain, like, you know, the physique thing, because back in that day, our physique was really important. You know, not today's, you know, they do all shapes and sizes, which is awesome. But, um, for example, like, remember Candace Michelle had her retirement match? Who does she want to have a retirement match? With me. Because I'm going to, I, I don't give a shit. Let me let you look good. I, I'm, I, I have nothing to lose here. I'm, I'm a heel. Like, you know, it's just, it's, it's a give and take. And um, it, being giving on my part, Mickey, you even said that uh, it, it kind of hurt me sometimes. You know what I mean? I don't make, like, I don't mind making an ass out of myself. So um, it's entertainment for God's sakes. It's entertainment. Yeah. I'm not an MMA. I'm not an MMA fighter. 
I'm not, yeah. I, you know, I mean, if you wanted to get punched in the face for real, you would have went into MMA, right? Or like yes, something exactly. like you would have chosen sports entertainment, professional wrestling, where you can have the best of both worlds and be an athlete, but also be a, a thespian at the same time and tell these amazing mm-hmm. stories and come up with these awesome characters. So you have the art side of you and the, you know, adrenaline base side of you the I, agri- swear, Mickey, I, I say that all the time when i'm watching these shows you know the, the men too i'm saying this all the times guys if if you want this to be real then do it for real yeah. literally go you, you want to draw ratings go do this for real you, you'll draw ratings but until you decide to cross that line this is a work I, I've never seen so many injury. I've been watching wrestling since the early 70s. You guys were probably weren't even born yet. I was watching 1970. I was watching. I was. I was. They were not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I've never seen these level of injuries in my life. And I'm like, guys, it's a work. And all of a sudden, you're going to turn around. You're going to be 35 years old. I can't work anymore. I can't make any more money. Then what? Yeah, with no backup plan. And, and then they talk about all the yeah, time. And no I'll, backup plan. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Always have a backup plan. I'm always like, when, when girls are like, what should I do? I go, still go to college and still have this because you don't but know you're, what you're going to yeah, tell your knee, break your neck. You don't no think plan you don't really think I about I need the backup plan until your plan is taken away from you yeah. and then you go like oh shit now what I can't right. wrestle anymore yeah. because I've I can't wrestle anymore concussions or broken yeah. whatever or just you know and then yeah. what what now I think you don't really plan for that while you're chasing the dream chasing the goal because you don't really see that as a necessity until it is a necessity because yeah, exactly and when you, how long it, you're very blessed to have more than a 10-year career you know what i mean in yeah, wrestling yeah especially in the market with the expectations and the day like the danger level and the risk level is a lot higher than it used to be yeah, yeah. I, I just think also too when you're an easy worker like um uh i think people thought i was strong style i'm not strong style you know i'm i'm, I'm snug where it, we're safe, I think, right, Mickey? Right? Would you? Yeah. Just a few Am potatoes. I? Okay. Okay. Just a few <laughs> potatoes. Then that, that's an accident. I would go. Oops. Sorry. Sorry. But the longevity is you want that. That free. You're like my the baby face is working against me. I want them to go back. Going. I want to work with Victoria. I want to work right. with Tara. I want to work with this chick. I go. She takes care of me in there, and she makes yeah. me look good. You know what we I mean? We have great so, stories. We yeah. have great chemistry. Right. Like I walk away, and my mouth doesn't hurt. You know, yeah, yeah, great. Or you have another thing at all. Like, like, way, way, way. Mickey, when Mickey, remember when Mickey had that thumbtack match in TNA? Um, thumbtack. I couldn't oh watch it. I'm like, no. I just this is disturbing to me. I can't. I don't like hardcore matches. You know, I'm just, I'm just not a fan. I know it led to that angle, Mickey. God bless you. You're a tough chica, but yeah. it's. And also, it's also too. I'm very protective of you, and, and, and that's your buddy. you're my friend, and I don't want to see my my friends get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really difficult to but see. I wouldn't have done it if I didn't trust the person I was in there doing it with. Yeah, you know right. I mean? There you that's go. A, There's an example, right? Yeah. There's an example. Yeah. It's a huge, huge see, thing, and I don't know. 
I do think though that like it is the business has evolved in a lot of ways and it's it's really amazing and it is but it can be frustrating because you do there are a lot because there's more opportunities Vince for uh men and women on television I think a lot of people are getting to television earlier than they would they would have had more season underneath of them they would have had more experience more television training to be ready for a lot of, of those things and now it's just a lot of which I'm not I don't hate on good on them to get the exposure and to get opportunities. Um, but it's very telling of the business because they're making those same mistakes now on a bigger platform than they would have in a much smaller platform that they would have learned, you know, well, you know, but, but Mickey, under the radar. I think there's also this, and I'm just being like totally honest with you. I mean, like I said, man, I, I, I've been watching wrestling since 1970. I don't, I don't consider myself a fan anymore. I would not watch any wrestling unless unless I get paid. And except as for a, my matches. Except for your yeah. matches. Yeah. But here's the deal, guys. As a casual wrestling fan, mm -hmm. I I don't want to watch a wrestling show where I am constantly fearful of people getting hurt. That's, That's what I feel like I'm watching today. I want to be entertained. I don't want to worry that you're going to yeah. land on your head and be paralyzed. And that's what I feel like. I'm, I'm always looking away. I'm always cringing. I'm always, why did you do that? The, the, the moves they're doing on the apron. You you guys know what an apron feels like. As a yeah. casual, and bro, they, they, we've lost casual fans by the millions. Casual fans want to be entertained they don't want to worry about guys and gals getting hurt every week i do say and i agree with you with that with that on Vince. i think that's the one thing we have definitely the wrestling audience and the wrestling fans we have catered to wrestling fans and that the growth of wrestling fans and that where we have lost which i feel like is a big telling part of the industry and the when you look at the eras of like the attitude era versus this era that we're in now where it was cool and wrestling was cool and it was in pop culture a lot more and all of the things it's because we catered more to a casual audience we didn't though wrestling fans we always knew that wrestling fans were going to watch they're going to be there yeah. they're going to tune in they're going to talk about it yeah who you needed when you would go to these towns to sell out these arenas all over the world and all the thing are the casuals are the parents taking their kids to the shows or the college kids that are just coming for a good time on a Friday night, whatever it is, those fans who would tune in casually on a Monday, every, you know, once a month, every other week to help build those numbers and would tune in for the segments that they were hot for or whatever, but they weren't like, avid wrestling fans and i need to prove to you what a hardcore wrestling fan i am yeah because yeah, they're always going to be there but val, yeah. val and i talked about this it's like do you think the attention span of a wrestling fan now they don't have the attention span to pay attention anymore no because everything's so no. fast-paced no. that they're like okay lost me at the first 30 seconds when when we were wrestling first 30 seconds to a minute it's tying up um taking them to the ground um he headlock takeover and work in the the you know and doing the facial expressions i think people get 
Do you think they get bored now? I, I, I think what happens, I think what happens, Lisa, because I myself feel this. When you've got a long spot fest, okay, stuff is happening so quickly that as I'm watching this, nothing registers. No, so, no. So if nothing registers, then nothing means anything. It doesn't mean anything. And I think that's what a lot of the casual fans have gone through. You don't let a spot register. It's one right after the next in every match, and none of it means anything. And like Mickey said, you are catering to a, a an audience you already have if yeah. wrestling is in the marquee they're watching that's what they do that's who they are that's why the attitude era was more successful because me and ed ferrara were okay we've got these people how do we get the rest of the world and right. what got the rest of the world was there was something for everybody. There yeah. was yeah. action. There was yeah. drama. There was romance. There was thrills. There was comedy. There was something for everybody. If you give me a straight two-hour wrestling show, who are you drawing? You're drawing the audience you already have. Yeah, this, you've this, lost this me. Is, this is not rocket science. It's not yeah. rocket science, man. I don't you, you know, know what I, they don't understand. I, I also think, like, also, too, in our generation, like, the first match, we're not allowed to go to the floor. Right. You don't go to the floor. You don't, you don't, do, it, you don't do a suicide dive at the beginning, right? And you no, remember, absolutely. like, remember we had to watch the match before not to work the same arm part or the body part and then and build, build, yeah. yeah, build, 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 build. So the main event, is the freaking show. Lisa, Man, they can't every wait. match, every match, know, somebody's going through the, through the announce table. Through yeah. the announce table. Every yeah, yeah. match. It means nothing. Yeah. It means nothing. I could not I, agree I more. Know. And I love that you just said that because what I think you're trying to convey is something I talk about even watching Independence now is it's like you're not giving me any time between moves to feel anything. You're not giving yes. me any time whatsoever. Yes. And talking about casual fans, I always bring it up to, to people that have maybe not, um, you know, seen God TV before. I always explain that if it had been, you know, just a hardcore match after hardcore match or spotty, you know, flying fest, I would have never been interested. What you just said about romance and comedy, what I was interested in while my sisters were watching it, I went, ooh, those girls have sparkly outfits. Ooh, are, is this one getting revenge on that one with the love triangle and the soap opera angle and the Spike Dudleys and the Molly Hollies and the funny parts and this? Because I'm a, I was a casual fan. You know, who else isn't coming to these shows a lot of times? The guys aren't bringing their girlfriends. Girlfriends, girls, I'm sorry, especially girly, very feminine girls, being real honest, don't want to go to a blood fest XPW type show. If they if it's more like a story, more like a soap opera, that's how you're going to get them interested. I wasn't interested in all the athleticism. I later appreciated it. I liked the cute boys. I liked the storylines. I liked to see if Stephanie McMahon was going to get a pie in her face the next day. That's what hooked me <laughs> as someone who's not from a sports background, no males in my family. And you're not yep. going to hook these casual fans, myself included. I would have been gone a long damn time ago if it was like it is where it's just a spot fest. No, thanks. You're yeah. talking about Val. You're talking about a television viewer. Somebody says they see all this stuff on the other television shows. Yeah. That's what you got to give them on your show. They're yeah. television viewers. Yeah. That's what they're expecting to see. If it's just wrestling and they're not into that, you, you, you don't have a viewer. It's that simple. Them. I think a lot of women, she started to watch, let's be honest, 
and 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 they mm-hmm. now really love women's wrestling but a lot of what i think coach women in the past let's say five ten years total divas it's reality yeah. it's yeah. housewives it's of wrestling true. let's be it's honest true. and i love those shows and that really yeah. turned things around and i thought it was a very very smart move yeah. And what got you in the business, Val, what you got you in the business is watching Candace Michelle, Tori Wilson, the all these beautiful yep. girls do it. And then seeing them do their photo shoots and come out really beautiful. And yep. you're like, wow, this is a guy's show, but it's still made for me. Like, yeah. a, you know, you were so the managers. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, the say, if, I can, if I can say managers is such a lost art. I just want to say thanks before we let you go here, because all I wanted to say while you were on this uh the show was Mickey just used a great word earlier. She said, uh, working with you is very collaborative and it was a collaboration. Yeah, I cannot echo that more because I was just talking to somebody about creative and how I don't think anyone was as lucky as as we were to have people like you that would go when Sanjay and Jay and I, I think they would agree in our storyline, we actually got to throw out funny ideas and you were receptive to that and you were our leader, but you always sort of made us feel like part of the process and and we were collaborative in that sense. I was very grateful for that. So I just wanted well, to say that quickly. And I appreciate that, Val. But but again, to me, Val, I keep saying this. This is not rocket science. When, when I'm writing a wrestling show, think, think about this. I, I am thinking about 25 to 30 people on that show. Now, I know when I get to TV, Lisa's thinking about Lisa all all week long. Mickey's thinking about Mickey all week long. You know, you're thinking about you. So now when I get together with you and I've been thinking about 30 wrestlers, I know you've been zeroing in on yourself all week i would have to be an idiot to not want to take your input it doesn't make any sense all you're thinking about is you like you're not you're in the shower you're driving you know whatever how 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 do I not take advantage of that? I'd have to be some kind of an idiot. It's it's not it's a selfish time. sport. It's a selfish sport. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You're looking at what you should. I mean, right, rightfully so. So you shouldn't be, you should be thinking about you. So I know when we get together, you've been thinking about this nonstop. That's why I tried to get you the shows early. So yeah. you knew yeah. what you were doing and you could tell me, well, I would do this, but I probably wouldn't do that. Right. And or I think that's when the after the after parties, like what we have, like we would go to the ale house, Nikki, you like we would all sit at a table. I get to know you. Um we knew each brainstorm. Yeah. And also too, I go, I really like this person. I mean, she's very similar. I want to work with her. And then you start thinking together. Hey, right. what do you think about this story? Would you like to work with me? And then you guys both brainstorm and that way the, it's not too hard on the writers. You know, collaboration. Yeah, yeah, you can't expect them to come up with ideas. And if you think about it, like the best ideas are the ones that seem to have the most success were the ones that you had input or you either came up with or had some sort of like big input on because you knew how to do your character. Like you're saying, like nobody was thinking about your character and your ideas more than you, you you know. I'm sure it's hard too, though, Vince, because you had everybody um, coming at you with their but, idea. But, but but you know what? Here's the bottom line. If you guys stay true to your character, the show writes itself. Right. Everything happens organically if you stay true to your character. And I try to explain that to people and they don't get it. If there is a if there is a certain situation 
and I'm working with Lisa Marie, and I'm working with you, Mickey. As a writer, I know both of you well enough to know Lisa would handle this completely differently than how Mickey, because you're different people. What, what I, I see today is everything's a blanket. Uh, a baby face would handle it this way. And a he no, it doesn't work that way. You got to stay true to the character. Yeah. Very well said. And to answer yeah. your question earlier, Vince, of like, do you think that people's, was this your question or your question, Lisa, if you think people's attention spans were short? Attention span. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mine, yeah. I think so. I honestly, I feel like this is a culture that we've, and it is, it caters more to that wrestling audience, but I firmly believe that you choose whether you are going to dictate or be dictated to how this match is going to go. And you can kind of fall in line. And I say that because I go, there was a time recently even where they had seen a lot of spots throughout the show and seen a lot of spot wrestling. And it's not generally my style, right? I'm more of a storyteller. I like telling stories, but we were in a hold and I could feel this person's there like, okay, let's go, let's go. I was like, no, because the people aren't wait. They will come. You have to, patience is a virtue. Don't, you're not, don't rush because we feel like, oh, we have to get to the next spot because then it's wasted because they're still, they will come. Just give them a second and make them force it where yeah. they have to. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? think? I think that's the difference that I, I tried to, to, to explain at the beginning. That is the difference in a nutshell, uh, Mickey. You guys were pros who controlled the crowd. Today, yes. the crowd is controlling the performers. That is that's the, it, that's yeah. the difference. That's yeah. the difference right there. Yeah. 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 You know how, how many times we go to like um, Comic Cons or WrestleCon, a big event or WrestleCater and stuff like that. And, um, and the fans are like going, I really don't watch it anymore. Um, I'm more old school because it's the storytelling. It's not just the spot. Yeah. I always say yeah. emotion draws money. I don't remember people go like, oh, what was your favorite match of all time? Or what is this? I don't remember matches. I don't remember. I remember the stories and the characters. I remember, you know, moments. Yeah. Hulk Hogan having lust in his eyes. I remember all of those types of things. I don't like the matches. Yes, I remember like they were awesome or whatever. And I love that those were the payoffs or the culmination of the story. But it was the characters and the storytelling that got me there that made me care in the first place because if I don't care the why are, why is anyone watching exactly my my favorite uh, match was um I we used to do a show called Pillow Talk <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's where the hard hitting about. questions really happened the hard Very hitting abnormal questions that got to know us our personality a little bit more yeah. goofy side well, because you know what it is here is what it is it's um stories go on forever they've been making movies since silent films you never run out of material right bro when it comes to wrestling here here's here's what you've gotten yourself into now you got to keep raising the bar yeah now you got to because they've seen that before now what's going to make them say that was awesome the more you keep raising the bar the more dangerous you make it. You don't have to worry about that with storytelling. 
Right. Right. Speaking of raising the bar, we'd like to raise a glass and uh, thank you for being here. We're not going yet because we want to just say thank you for being yeah. here. Thank you. No, it we was love great. raising I the love bar. talking to you guys. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And thank as you a final me. little uh, farewell to your your loving fans, can you let us know where they can find you? What you have coming up next? Yeah, I would say um, I, I, I've I've been blessed, guys, because believe it or not, I have been podcasting for the last eight years. And I've been able to make a good living from podcasting, which meant I didn't have to go back to the wrestling business because I think you guys will understand this. The older we get, the, the, the less good I am with politics. So right. <laughs> in those environments, Vince Russo is going to last like f literally for about two hours. So thank <laughs> yeah. God through podcasting, I've been able to do this for eight years. It's been great to me. Um, I got a lot of outlets, but I would just go to channelattitude.com. We got a bunch of shows, a bunch of, you know, former wrestlers, great, great people, males, females. You get a lot of different perspectives. I would just go to channelattitude.com. That's amazing. Do you do a podcast about baseball? I do You're a podcast a about fan. everything, oh, everything. <laughs> You don't even have to leave your house now, Vince. How lucky are you? To leave. I, I, I get so pissed off because I don't have to leave my house. This is my studio. I'm usually done by noon. And then when I tell the truth how I feel about the business like this, here's what I get. Oh, you're bitter because they won't hire you. No. I'm like, are you nuts? Like, I, I, I'm 61. I'm going to be 62 in January. This is a dream. Freaking. Can you imagine putting a 60-something-year-old guy in the middle of travel, politics, all the bullshit that goes with wrestling? Oh, my God. I'm just so thankful for podcasting in this career and, you know, friends like you, man, it's, it, it's, it's just great, man. Yeah. Oh, we're so thankful. We love you. We, we, love we you love guys. you. And yes. Seriously. On again, bro. Bring me on again. Oh, Don't God, God, on honestly. You're so my, 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 my two biggest crushes in the business was you and, um, um, Eric Bischoff. Totally. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Who was first? Who was first in that order, Lisa? I knew first? Eric Bischoff first. I knew oh, him. Got the in there first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah I knew so. him. And then when I went to TNA, I go, who's this guy? Who's, who's this go? guy? Wrong answer. No, no, no. Yeah. We all have. Yeah, so you, you think I hated you. I never hated you. No, I just I, wanted I, my I, name. I, I was just kidding you. But yeah, yeah I, I know. I, uh, I love talking to you guys. I hope, um, I hope, I hope I didn't offend you in any way. No. I these people don't understand. I've become the enemy when all I'm trying to say is you guys will understand this. And you because you guys are smart. You have a shelf life. Yeah. I don't care if you're male and female, you have X amount of years to make money. The X amount key, of months. Yeah, X, the, Stevie card. Richards calls it the bump card. The bump, bump card. card. You guys know. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Key, the key is stretch that out as long as you can and what you're doing now that that's all i'm trying to get across to these people and in saying that yeah. i've become the enemy but man I you're just, not the enemy though it's just uh you know people want to blindly defend their their favorites or their style that they they like 
But I think that there's no, there's zero lies when you're saying these things because there is a bump card and CTE is real. And, you know, you have to work smarter, not harder. And the longer you are in the business, you realize that all these things that you were saying, that veterans were saying all along is the truth. They weren't lying to you. You just didn't want to hear them at that time. You know what I mean? And you don't yeah. realize until you wake up and you can't sleep at night and your hips hurt and you got to roll out of the bed and you got to do, you yeah. know, Mickey, I, was, I was just reading this morning and it broke my freaking heart. I was just reading a, a little, some excerpts from Mick's podcast. Mick said on his show today, his short-term memory is gone. He, right. he Mick's younger than me. Mick yeah. is at, at six. Think about this guys at 60 years old, to not have a short-term memory, that's not supposed to happen till 85, 90. Yeah. But yeah. you try to tell them this, Mickey, and like I said, you, you know, you you become the you become the bitter old man. No. And I'm like, okay. Your heart's guys, in the right place. And I we yeah. said that before you even came on, we love that you're uh passionate about everything. And I think Very passionate. in the right place. You're you're so candid. And I, I love hearing your outlook on everything. And I, I, I fully agree. I appreciate yeah. that. And I love your Batman tattoo. Yeah. And yeah, we I love having you on. You've got to come back out. We didn't even talk about our cocktails or anything yet. So yeah, 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 yeah. we got to do a show. We got to do a show. Whenever you guys can fill me in, yeah, no wrestling talk. No, yes, I got yeah. I got the ODB's book. I'm reading it. Yes. Yay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No wrestling talk. We got to have a, well, I got a million next questions episode. for you guys. Okay. Yes. Like a legit yeah. slumber party and yeah, yes. just, just gossip. But nothing. Gossip. 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 Yes. yes. Gossip. Well, thank yes. you. We love you. Oh and we're God. so right. proud of you. Continued success. Cheers, If you liked this episode of Grown Ass Women, you can also find Gaw TV on YouTube to see the full show in video format. And if you'd like to be a member of Team Gaw, you can support us by joining patreon.com slash TV. Our members get special perks like early access to episodes, autographed merchandise, exclusive photo shoots, live video chats with us, and more. For official Gaw TV merchandise, social media links, and more info, go to gawtv.com. And don't forget to subscribe and follow the Godcast on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for tuning into the Godcast, and we will see you next week.